You know, as, as the great man said, quality rather than quantity is necessary. Yeah, that's right. Yet, we don't want to think of the production of any elite intellectual core. Right on! Just as we have in the military, for example, the brilliant brain to devise a new weapon, mm. we also have the better intelligence and better training to use it. We need a betterment of all education in all levels. If we're going to meet the requirements of a constantly increasing complexity in our lives, governmental, political, industrial, and individual lives, we must take this matter very seriously. Bob, can I ask, Indeed, yes. can I ask you a question about yes. that, Bob? Do you think that the doctor's right when he says that uh, abstinence under, excuse me, uh, makes the under, heart grow fonder? That's right. No, no, yeah, it makes the heart wander after Henry Fonda, actually. That's, I, I saw that here. No, it says, <laughs> abstinence under certain conditions is necessary to civilization. That says a little later on, he says, um, premature intercourse stunts a man's growth, robs him of much happiness. That's a lie! In a later, uh, normal married life. Is so that the my, my, my That's comment. the midget. It, well, he was a grown man. My comment on that oh, would be, uh, <laughs> Mr. Bretman, my comment on that would be that there's an old military statement which says you can do nothing positive except from a firm base, and I think that applies certainly to that sounds material like a, you've been reading Sounds like there. the Chinese army, man. It really does. <clears throat> of course, this means if you're going to do anything positively in the field, you must have some place on which you can depend, which is firmly established. That's, that's Chairman Mao's speech to the SEC. a base right. yeah, to right. depend on for your replacements, for your repairs, for your hospitalization, and so on. Uh, sure. In the same way, of course, if America is to do anything positive in the world and lead the nations more surely and straightly down the road toward peace, we ourselves must be that firm base. Is there anybody going to listen to my story all about the girl who came to stay? She's the kind of girl you want so much it makes you sorry. Still you don't regret a single day. Oh, yeah. What? What? <laughs> Hello. Uh, remember once when we uh, we were discussing a, a concept for uh, the fuse of doom, and uh, uh, we came across the idea of Frank Ackman was coming home uh, to because his father had been killed in a mysterious accident in the laboratory. His father, who was the head of the Ackman Industries, and uh, uh, they were having a, a wake uh, for him, and the, the father's body was was on a bier. Yeah. Which had yeah, been made I down in the basement, that. the homemade beer. Well, uh, in the in the Times about wealthy Texans, it says here that there was a guy named Nelms who uh, was a millionaire, and he made his money actually trapping skunks originally. And uh, this is this is what it says about him. Uh, he wants to be remembered when he is gone. Uh, there would be parties held in his memory and a prospectus which outlined all of this was in, in uh, legalese. There is one stipulation. Nelms, who is 62 years old, he's still alive, feels some people may come to the parties and drink his liquor but not recall his memory. So just so they won't forget, the prospectus requires that his remains be rolled out in a sealed coffin at each of the parties and placed in the most prominent position until the last merrymaker staggers home. Hi, good night, Harry. It's been <laughs> wonderful being here. Yeah. Harry? We were at a... Uh, Harry? <laughs> Wake up, Harry. 
We, Harry's passed out, George. Who was the people that did that? Uh, the, those Hollywood people who took what was John Barrymore. John Barrymore, right, yeah. and sat him up sat at the table. W. C. Fields well, and all those all right. people. He was so loaded, he didn't know what was he happening. He fell right him. over. That's he right. didn't know. Mm-hmm. We're, mm-hmm. We, we were in Japantown last night, and there were two two couples, two sets of drunks next to us that were just when they got up after drinking sake, and they've been going at it all evening with "Let's go up to the house and have a couple of shots." And uh, I don't even have a picture of my wife up there. And uh, they got up, and the woman fell over. She <laughs> fell right over, but it's like a rubber duck. She just went right over the chair and got up. And they thought she was hurt, but she just big smile on her face. I'll never forget. Out. I was in a never mafia-owned club in New York when the when the, the discotheques were just happening, and they were doing the twist. Remember when the twist? Mm-hmm. And there were there were uh, uh, girls on swings, you know, swinging up over the crowd. And That's this weird, Danish Ed. girl came in with a, a, some guy who had a date with her, and the uh, the guy was just. Pouring liquor down her throat, obviously for you know, uh, to so just, she could dance. Right, so oh, she dance. And and she she uh, uh, when she got up to leave, she fell right over. She is no fun at right, all. Right, and her and uh, in falling, her blouse came off, <laughs> and it was the first topless uh, girl I'd ever seen. Yeah, no. I can remember the first topless girl I've ever seen too. Yeah. What was that? In our swimming pool in Fresno. Oh, yeah? Fresno. Yeah, we had the swimming pool in the back of our house. Uh, it was that GI swimming pool. <laughs> GI issue. The one they blow up? my father brought back from the blow-up, yeah. Yeah. The big blow-up. The big, second big blow-up. Big Japanese pre-induction swimming pool. Remember and this they girl, back. I think her name was Rosemary, who was going to Fresno State College, and I was oh, just a little boy. kid at Fresno High School. Dove in the pool, and her bathing suit came right off. And my father, yeah. I believe, who was sitting next to me, lunged at me to turn my eyes away. I think. And lucky he didn't put him out. <laughs> right. He hadn't read Oedipus, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Uh, if thine eye offend thee, strike out. If Dionysus offend thee. If your eye offend you, put a bra over it. That's right. Cover him up. That's right. Stay at home and watch color television through your bra. <laughs> no, that's it's it, it, 3D it may, bra. <laughs> it may it may sound weird. It may make you laugh, Jim. But I mean, it's it's. I think it's as legitimate uh, an offer of you know of sanity in the 70s as the others that have gone down that you've been reading here. Well, I used to watch color television when there wasn't any by looking through the end of a salt shaker. That's why I have contact lenses now. That's right. But yeah. I would watch wrestling in color just by squinting through the end of a salt shaker. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody out there, especially if you're trying to watch the show, this show, because yeah, right. it won't work. Uh-uh. But I'd see things in color. No, it'll work. I th- sat home and listened to the rebroadcast of this show many times with my eyes glued to a salt cellar. That's yeah. right. And I saw this show in color every time. It's a salt seller's market, you know, is, now, right? The bottom true. dropped right I out of her listen. when she jumped into the pool. I listened to the show in a wine cellar. Did you do? Sure. My wife went to a wine cellar in Berlin and slept like a tub. Well, you know, the wine Turned is... into a pillar of salt. You sell sure wine did. in Berlin. And then later a pillar of the community, right? Right. right. Salt of the earth. What were you saying? I was Jim? saying it... Why don't we, why don't we dial a joke? The numbers are 881-2345 and 881-2345 for dial a joke. I'll repeat those numbers again. I'll repeat those numbers again. 881-2345. We're waiting now. You have dialed, dialed a joke. Success. Here's the joke. A little girl was walking through a field 
when she saw her little bitsy fry on a big pile of manure. But the little girl just laughed and laughed because she knew that one little fry couldn't do all that. <laughs> you have dialed, dialed her jokes. We should Another, mention, I think, yes. that that was actually done by a couple of uh, uh, guys here in Los Angeles. Several Los of Angeles them who community actually, service. And they were, they were led on to this work by listening to uh, records which uh, destroyed their minds. That's right, mm -hmm. Senator. Those rock and roll records no, have turned... This, I'm sorry. You turned my oh, phone off. Are you imputing, sir, that we're attempting to censor you in some way? No, I'm just... And communication. I see. Um, well, now look. These are dresses that go from school to a Coke date, looking gay and fresh every minute. This is from the Sears Robot uh, catalog, which I've been looking at. It reminds through. me of uh, the girls in the Porgy and Mudhead movies, you know? Yeah. That's, a, uh, that's when there was real cocaine, I guess, in Coca-Cola. That's right. And they took the real, coke real out of coke, and, and the country That's how come they all sing like that? Sure. That's right. The Andrews nasally. sisters, right? Nasally, of course, right. That's, that's very true. You know, they never... I'll tell you something that has never been returned to the public consciousness, and I just got a flash that's going to return, which is Frank Sinatra and Bobby Soxers. It was, a, it was the presaging of the rock concert. It really was. And it's been entirely forgotten, because Frank Sinatra's image right now is Dirty Dingus. What's that? Dirty Dingus McGee? Kind of not a cowboy, not really on the screen, yeah. sitting behind you with a handkerchief. It's, you know, it's, it's a strange image, but he was really a get-em-offer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's pictures, and he wore Argyle sweaters. He was the only sweaters. guy left in the country, man. Everybody else was sitting at uh, pounding typewriters in Samoa. Yeah, right, exactly. Dig, <laughs> like the entire manpower of the nation, or, gone away. <laughs> or, uh, a lot of the guys were taken. This is really true. A lot of the people, my daddy's gone. You know, you live in Painesville, Ohio. Where's he gone? Youngstown. You don't see him. But he's in the war effort. He's dressed in a uniform, and he's typing at the air hangar. And he's working at Monsanto Chemical, which for the duration of oh, the, the war, war is, is called, called Defense Plant Number 6. That's right, that's right. And he's making dimethyl hydrochloride food, you know, part of which is sold to the Army. Part of which it is dropped in the Samoans. And I'm surprised that they ever let, let it go, you know. They try not to. You know, but trying to get it back. What? 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 I was just going to butt in. Yeah? No, I was going to say that the... Uh, oh, here he comes. Get him away. Get him away from here. Those locusts, they come oh, around come Christmas on. every time. My God, here they come again. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Oh, no, that's not who he is. That's the Swedish Santa Claus.